Hello everyone and welcome to another episode on the Growth Project Podcast, a podcast for you if you're ready to make a real impact in this lifetime. Whether you're looking to start your own business, travel the world, or simply live life with more purpose, the Growth Project Podcast will guide you every step of the way. Hosted by motivational speaker, life coach, and self-proclaimed truth dealer, Cherie Spear, you can be sure that the Growth Project Podcast will guide you in a progressive and authentic way towards your highest, most badass, unapologetic self. So sit back, buckle up, and get ready for the ride. Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome to a brand new season of the Growth Project Podcast. My name is Sharice, and you guys already know I'm always your freaking host. So on today's episode, we are diving in with another reason and another perspective around why perfecting things sometimes actually leads to it being worse off. So this is a concept that I freaking love um, that I'm going to be discussing and talking to you guys about today because I feel like on my podcast, I have a lot of creative people. I have a lot of business-minded people, a lot of like people who are interested in growth and in self-development and in improving themselves. But sometimes we can blur the line between improving and... <laughs> like wanting to fix every little thing. And sometimes you just need these periods of like, I am enough, I'm okay, or this is good enough, this is great enough, and I can leave it as it is. So um, today we're going to be discussing the law or the concept that I would like to talk, which is diminishing returns. And I highly recommend for you guys to go and search this up because it will... It will help you really understand why sometimes perfect is the enemy of good. And that is actually a quote, if I'm not mistaken. That that should be a quote by... Okay, so I actually found the person. I actually found the person. And the quote is... Perfect is the enemy of good, Voltaire. There are two quotes I live by when it comes to putting out my work and launching and creating things in my business that I know is not at the level that I want it to be at, but I also know is good enough and deserves to be seen. So two of the quotes that I, I, I live by is done is better than perfect by Sheryl Sandberg and she's actually the COO so the chief operating officer at Facebook and she talks a lot about women in the workplace and you know just building up that confidence to get the raise and building up your leadership and and what's really funny is when I was re like when I was looking up who said this quote um, one of the persons that I saw who really attributed their success of their business and like how they run this business to this quote was Mark Zuckerberg. So I originally heard this quote from one of my mentors who had told me this so that I can get out of my head. But when I was like, who said this quote? Because I just want to know like exactly who said it so I can say it on the podcast. During my research, I found that Mark Zuckerberg, he is someone who has attributed so much of his success and he really truly says like this is one of the ways that I run 
Facebook. Like this is one of the principles that Facebook is based off of and he says that done is truly better than perfect and that he can attribute a lot of his success and progress to that. So that's just <laughs> just throwing that out there. There's another one too that I I love. Um perfect is the enemy of good. I like to say perfect is the enemy of great. That's kind of like how I motivate myself because as a creator, as a creative, as someone who wants to have like their own business and become this brand and become this this empire as we're going to see or create an empire and be a self-employed person, I truly truly do believe that like being a beginner is okay, starting is okay. And the quicker that you can get through that process of understanding that like hey, I'm a beginner. I'm not an expert yet. The better it is for you and the like the more you actually enjoy the process. When you're rushing to be like expert level, you realize I don't know where I saw this, but someone was saying being an expert is not as fun as you guys think it is and i really resonated with that because it was like when you're an expert you kind of have like zero room for mistakes whereas as a beginner as a novice as someone even who's just intermediate or good you can make a lot of mistakes so it's like if i was a french teacher and i was constantly making mistakes at french people would look at me and be like okay what what like what's up like you're (laughs) you're teaching us French or like you are this professor of, of, of French literature and you're always making mistakes in French like that's kind of like weird right but if you were just a literary teacher who loved French literature and knows a bit of the language and tells people that and said and and you're giving the same exact course or the same exact class so much more people would resonate with you and like people are going to even forget the fact that you make mus- like you make mistakes in french because they understand that like you have like set the stage of of you just like not being perfect like you're like hey i'm no expert at french but what i really do love is this french literature and i'm going to no matter what no matter if i'm not perfect at it like i am we're gonna study this in in this class because it's worth it and it's worth me making a fool out of myself to let you guys know like think about it who do you kind of respect more in that situation you know what i mean i personally would respect that that teacher who's just like i'm gonna show my I love for this thing even though I'm not that great at it versus I'm an expert at this and then I start making a bunch of mistakes so like being an expert is I guess not as fun as it's been made out to be and I think that's why it's also a lifelong journey because once you reach at that pinnacle you're just like blah you know what 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 is there else and I I see this with like I have this hobby of just studying the greats and like studying like geniuses and like (laughs) scientists and stuff like that because I've always had like I don't know like I've always pictured myself like with disheveled here like Albert Einstein creating something in a lab like that was me but they actually love like the process and the beginning and the ideation of of a system than like when it's come like when it's actually created and I've seen this numerous times by just reading like you know their work and what what they say their like their interviews that sometimes were written and it's like once it's done it's like really cool and satisfying but then they have like this urge to create something new so what they're really like looking for is that whole entire like 
process and the excitement of bringing something from an idea, starting, failing, doing the whole thing, and then finally like the satisfaction of achieving it. And I found that really, really, really cool. It makes you think about failure or it makes you think about like the process in a different way. Like the satisfaction only comes from the process. If you just had the idea and then bloop, it was in reality, you wouldn't actually be really satisfied once it was. You would just be like, oh, okay, you know? And I find that to be really cool. But back to the topic at hand, you guys know I like to always go off on little side stories. But perfectionism is definitely the enemy of creativity. And perfect is definitely the enemy of good, or like I like to say, great. And one of the concepts that perfectly proves this is the law of diminishing returns or the concept of diminishing returns. And this is a concept or a principle um, that is really basically describing. So in simple terms, right, I'm going to read this off just to make sure that I don't get anything wrong. But diminishing returns is a concept that describes the point at which additional effort, investment, or resources put into a task or project no longer results in a proportional increase in in output or improvement. In other words, there comes a point where the marginal benefit of each additional unit of effort or resources put into a task or project becomes less and less. Okay, maybe that was not the easiest thing to understand. Even reading it was kind of fucked up. Diminishing returns. Diminishing returns refers to the point at which the marginal benefit, why do they keep using these words, of additional effort or investment in a particular task decreases after a certain level of output has been achieved. In the case of creative work, this could mean that after reaching a point where the work is 90% great, further effort to improve it may result in a decrease in quality or effectiveness. So I think like what you guys can understand from that is just basically understanding. And I came across this concept through art, like painting, where they would like talk about that with certain artists and stuff like that. Like, how do you know when your work is done? You know, like, how do you know when it's like amazing? Like, you know, the Mona Lisa type of thing. And what they had found was that like a lot of the great artists or a lot of the great people yes they spent a lot of their younger days like obsessing over a painting obsessing over like their art and they got notoriously less attention versus their later years and yes they were more popular but they didn't put the same they didn't like they weren't obsessing over their painting to the point of it like being ruined so The law of diminishing returns basically means that there is a point in which the work that you're doing, it has reached, let's say, 90% or 92%. And that by the majority or the collective standard, people will see that as amazing, like great, perfect almost. And the more that you try to perfect this work, the worse it becomes or the minor improvements that you're making are not going to be that much beneficial to whatever it is that you're doing. So in the in the example of an artist, so once they reach that point, that level of like 90%, 92%, 
Once they start doing little things like I don't know, putting an extra little green here, or people are not good, people are gonna notice this. They're actually, they're actually risking ruining their work. That's how crazy this concept is, and this is so true. You're actually risking ruining your work by trying to over perfect it. Let that sink in for a second. So an example that I actually pulled for this for this episode was imagine a writer, right? A writer spends hours editing a piece of writing. And after the first few rounds of edits, this will result in a significant like a significant improvement of their of the draft, right? Because when they were writing, they're probably just letting it all out. However, there comes a certain point where like it's great. You understand what I'm saying? There comes a certain point where any further edits that they make will literally only like result in the most minor improvements. Minor, like not even like minuscule, right? Or it might even make the writing worse because when they were writing from and they were allowing it to flow, right? They were literally allowing it to flow. They were in the zone. They were in that creative mode and they were channeling and they were writing. Afterwards, they just needed to edit up like the grammar, make sure there's not, you know, mistakes and like stuff like that. But then once you start overthinking and over perfecting, you can actually detract from the writing of like the quality of the writing and the authenticity of the writing and even the flow of the writing because you may have written it in such a way that it flows and the reader understands it's like being in their head and then the more you edit it and chop and chop it starts making your sentences are choppy and like or like they don't flow enough and it can actually make it worse. So I wanted to bring this principle to you guys because I find it very very important and I find it it, it kind of proves the whole perfecting things or perfectionism not actually being that helpful as much as we think that it is and that wanting and like over overthinking and over retouching or wanting our program or wanting our podcast episode or wanting our launch or wanting our products to be the most perfect thing on the planet could actually have the opposite effect and make it even worse okay so when it comes to like starting a business or being online and in content creation this law also applies guys this principle also applies and you know i definitely learned that i used to spend hours editing my podcast episodes for them to be perfect or like researching my episodes or like scripting guys I tried scripting an episode it was horrible like I literally tried writing it down saying what I like knowing what I would say like in advance and like script guys horrible it was not even a great episode (laughs) to be honest and the only reason I did that was because I thought I had to do that for my for my podcast to be deemed more professional and more valuable. When every single person has been like, I love your podcast, it feels like, you know, just listening to a friend or just listening to like my fairy godmother just give me all the tea. And 
I'm like, yes, that is my vibe. Like that is the vibe I want to have. But yet I had somehow convinced myself that I needed to be more professional on my podcast and that I needed to be able to give you guys five concrete steps to starting your business. And that if I couldn't, and like if I didn't script it out, that I was just winging it and that I wasn't actually like doing the work. And it's so not true. It's just like not the way that I function. I prefer to have a general idea of what my podcast is going to be about, have just a couple of things. Like this one was more intentional because I wanted to talk to you guys about the principle of diminishing returns. But other than that, like that's kind of like what I knew I was going to talk about. And I literally just Googled like uh, the definition so that I can tell you guys word for word. And look, the definition wasn't even that great when I said it and I read it out. It was so much better, like just giving the examples and going through it with you guys. But just to, just to show you that I used to spend so much time doing that and trying to script an episode and research and edit and all of that. And my best podcast episode, I swear to you guys, has been my rant. I think I did like a rant on perfectionism one time and I did another rant and those are my highest episodes along with um, the, the manifestation one that I literally made in my boyfriend's car one day while I was like waiting for him because he had like this appointment and it was really long and I made it in my boyfriend's car and it is one of the most lo- listened to episodes on my podcast. I did not script for it. I did not. I literally made it in my boyfriend's car. Like, it's so crazy. And I think, like, that talks to... You know how, like, people, when they're making content and are they ma- they're making like their content creators or whatever and they ask them like did you ever expect for like that video to go viral and most of them would say, like no I barely see anyone say absolutely I knew that video was gonna go viral I knew exactly was that video because I perfected I perfected it so they're mostly always freaking shocked they're like dude I was just having fun I was playing around or like no I always make videos like this and like this one went viral and there's something to say about things being a bit natural that people actually love like our subconscious loves that because it's more authentic than something being so worked over that it seems inauthentic and cold when something is natural it has this natural warmth that is generated from it and when something is too overthought and too perfected it seems almost like malicious like manipulative or like it just gives this vibes so truly i hope that this like brings this like open perspective on why not every single thing that you put out there or that you do needs to be perfect quality is something that is cultivated and developed and it's not something that is just right off of the bat and remember that this principle or this law of diminishing returns It's here to remind us that there is a point, there is a certain point, there is a maximum point of productivity, of generativity. (laughs) And it's our job to identify it. It's our job to identify it and be like, this is great enough. This is great enough. And I'm going to put it out like this. I'm going to launch it like this. I'm going to 
whatever like this this is great enough and not always subjecting ourselves to know it's great but it's not perfect and i feel like that's so damaging to our art and it's so damaging to our self-confidence it's so damaging to our self-trust like imagine all of the masterpieces that ended up in in garbages because there was one thing wrong with them and the thing is that most people wouldn't even notice isn't that terrible isn't that sad isn't that so sad and even if there was that one critic who was like oh this the green on the shade was was uh this was darker green and it should have been forest like dude the majority of people are not gonna notice that and they're gonna be so okay and they're gonna marvel at it and you're out here throwing away a masterpiece you're out here throwing away something that could evolve and become better and because in your eyes it's it's great but it's not perfect i'm gonna end this episode with a quote by mr edwin bliss the pursuit of excellence is gratifying and healthy the pursuit of perfection is frustrating neurotic and a terrible waste of time efficiency is doing things right Effectiveness is doing the right things. Peter Drucker. I did look up at a couple of uh, <laughs> a couple like uh, quotes for this, but I love those. I love those. Um, I I just love reading quotes, especially. It's one of the ways I motivate myself um, from people who have done the damn thing. And efficiency is doing things right. Effectiveness is doing the right things. Your thing can be perfect. It can be great and have zero impact. (laughs) You can have done it really right. You could have done it perfect even. It had zero impact. Effectiveness is doing the right things. So ask yourself, what is going to be more effective? What is going to what is going to create more impact in my personal life, in my business, in whichever change that I want to create? What is going to have more impact? The quality, the the perfect like the the perfection of the thing or the actual thing, doing the thing. Like me, showing up on my stories, showing up on my lives, doing more podcast episodes way more effective than staying um, on my computer on Canva and making this perfect graphic that you guys never saw because it was never perfect. I spent like I'll end up spending a week doing this and during the whole time did no lives, did no podcast episodes, didn't reach out to anyone. So it's like what's more effective? What creates and generates a bigger impact? And that is what we should be focusing on doing the right things and not only doing things right or doing things perfectly. So thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. I hope that it brought you some clarity or some comfort for those who need it and some motivation for all my creatives out there, for all of the people who are wanting to do something different in their lives, but are overthinking every single step Just remember, done is better than perfect. No one's going to remember the masterpiece that was thrown in the garbage. 
everyone will remember the amazing work that was put out there, the courage of the person to submit that work, and that is what will be remembered because done is better than perfect. So as always, you can find me on all of my platforms at Shiri Spheres, and you can find more about my one-on-one coaching, upcoming classes, and upcoming coaching groups if you want to be a part of it at shirispheres.com or just in the link in my bio on Shiri Thank you guys so much for listening, and I can't wait to talk to you soon. Bye.